Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top-quality, personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash SiriusXM. Making your cat happy is a number one priority. Priority number two is keeping a clean litter box. Fresh Step Outstretch Litter helps you do both. Fresh Step Outstretch Litter traps waste at the surface with less crumbles and absorbs more waste and odor compared to Fresh Step Multicat. Find Fresh Step Outstretch Litter at a store near you today. Fresh Step is a registered trademark of the Clorox Pet Products Company. Certain trademarks used under license from the Procter & Gamble Company or its affiliates. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. In beautiful South Pasadena, California, this is the Blue Heaven Podcast. Um, this is the button. That's the button I usually push. I don't know. Everything's all cattywampus. We we um, we got swept, and that souked the big tuna. But it is what it is. What is going on, Dodgers Nation? My name is Clint. You can find me as Real FRG on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, you can, guys. My name is Brooke. You can find me at Brooke Me Three on Twitter and Instagram. On today's show, well. How sweep uh, it, it ain't. ain't? It ain't. It would be how sweep it is if it had gone the way you had predicted. Which you were right. There was a sweep. I said, I'm pretty sure verbatim, and I didn't go back and listen. I'm pretty sure I said, there's going to be a sweep. I just don't know which way it's going to go. <laughs> well, good, good, good call on that one. So we got to talk about that. That series in San Diego. Everything went bad. Uh, Dodgers can't get it up in San Diego. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good way to put it. We're also talking to ESPN's Buster only because, uh, well, the Dodgers kind of suck right now. We got to talk about that. We'll catch up with him on it. Maybe give you something to, good, to feel good about. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, we'll also talk about uh, the sticky situation in baseball because it's it's becoming a problem. Yeah, it's going to be a lot more of a problem after the season. You'll hear from Buster. You'll hear from us a little bit. The Dodgers are back home, by the way. Didn't complete that other thought. Whatever. I pulled a Doug right there. The Dodgers are back home, and this this feels very much desperately needed to be back home. It happens. Dodgers aren't that great of a road team, it feels like, this year. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. We'll also talk about what's going on. We're going to plug ourselves a little bit and see what's going on down the Dodgers Nation pipeline uh, over the next uh, week or so. And and beyond, there's some cool stuff. All of that and more on today's Blue Haven. Check us out. We're, well, I mean, you're already here, but um, before we get into the show, we got to ask that you please, uh, you know, rate, review, ask some, be nice to us, subscribe on uh, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, uh, Stitcher, Pandora, wherever you get your podcast for free. We also live there, so that's pretty cool. And don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Dodgers Nation TV. 
Hit that notification bell. You'll be glad you did. Be so glad. Doug will be happy. That's all we care about. Guys, don't forget this is the live show. We are here. We are in the flesh. We are in person. We are sad. We are drinking. We want to hear from you guys, so make sure you drop into the comments. Let us know where you're repping Dodger Nation tonight. Anthony over on Periscope checking in says, yo, happy Thursday, my dudes. Anthony, good to see you as always. Brian Hatfield over on Facebook, always our first Facebook fella, says, hi, girls. Hi, Brian. Good to see you. It's going to be trouble. Uh, Anthony really liked the uh, erectile dysfunction jokes that you've been sneaking in uh, about the series in San Diego. Really appreciated that. Yes. <laughs> Paul checking in on Facebook over from Ventura. Uh, Brian, uh, on YouTube, this is not something that we had really uh, slotted in, but said, can you talk about how bad the All-Star jerseys are? You want to do that now? You want to do that right now? Because I don't like them. Uh, my professional analysis is woof. This is uh, one of the years that they're making them wear them during the games, too, yeah. which yeah. is... Uh, I just just let them wear their uniforms. Just let them wear their homes. I, I mean, I get the idea of trying to change because change is something that changes. And MLB likes changing things because they're mad with power. But, you know, maybe don't do something that's worse than you would get for winning a co-ed softball tournament. Yeah, I would prefer a co-ed softball tournament shirt because at yeah. least you can use it to, like, clean paint or oil stains <laughs> or whatever you do. Yeah, after. those full subs are better than uh, the, the crappy jerseys that MLB has come up with for the All-Star game. So um, make sure you go check those out if you haven't seen them. They're floating around the Internet. They suck. I don't know. Uh, Roach checking in sad from Victorville. Roach, everybody's sad from Victorville. So that's all right. It's, it's not a big deal. Uh, L.A. sports fan over on Periscope says sad and numb from the 310. That's, that sounds like an album. That's a good. Uh, that's a bop right yeah. there. Somebody, we want the rights to that song. We could finally get like a like a legit uh, intro song to this podcast. It's only been two hundred and seven episodes, so maybe Sue doing something a little bit different. Kevin is uh, eating Taco Bell. Clearly sponsored or clearly influenced by our friend Ari on the internet. Juice Narrows is on the YouTube side saying Fire Dave Roberts bring in Mike Sosha, which is always a fun one to read and see. I assume he's mostly speaking in jest. But Mike Sosha? Yeah. I don't I don't think he's doing well. Yeah. Uh, oh no, he's he's coaching Team USA. He's doing great right yeah, now. Yeah, he's fine. He's yeah, busy. He's, fine. he's yeah, busy. He's got stuff going on. Uh, Carlos says uh, let Chase Utley take over. I would be interested to see him get some sort of Role, role. I mean, he hangs out there. He is. He He's is there. around the stadium. Yeah. He. We see the Silver Fox uh, in in BP. I think we're going to see a lot more of him now that things have opened up. Things are loosening up a little bit more at Dodger Stadium. But uh, Dave's good at his job, guys. Third Just, best record in baseball right now, by the way. He's not like, always great in his decisions. It's not like we're like floundering. It's not like we're at the point where we're like, we might not make the yeah. playoffs. Third best record in baseball. I know we get a little uh, spoiled here in L.A., and that's okay. We've come to expect that over the years. Uh, let's see. We got Joseph saying he was at Wednesday's game in San Diego. I left up to the top of the night to avoid the ravaging Padres fans. Yeah, we saw there were some uh, Padres fans. Again, they're new to winning. They're new to all of this. They're new to baseball, so they have to learn how to fan a little bit. We're not here to teach you how to fan, but probably you know don't actively go after fans uh, in your own win it just seems weird but uh you know you do you boo nicole's hanging out from uh the oc she says go blue thanks for hanging out with us on facebook nicole we appreciate you um we got backup t1 which is a great that's a that's a great username right there and give some points to that uh a lot of people saying uh, that mookie's been affected by that vegan diet what do you think about mookie's vegan diet 
Is that I don't, I don't I don't have an opinion on it. I'm not a nutritionist. We're proud of you. I think that, that uh, his diet is his diet. At least he's not eating Cheez-Its every day. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe he is. I don't know. That's probably a vegan diet. Cheez-Its win <laughs> ball games. Whatever uh, Cody ate in 2019 to start that season, that's what everybody should eat. Every single game. That's the only way, clearly, to win uh, any ball games. Roach also says he wants to see Scott Van Slyke as a manager, so Roach is DFA'd for the time being. Uh, Alondra is in the stream saying, team lacks fire, something the Padres have more of, and that is a great jumping off point. Look, Dodgers struggled in San Diego. There's no doubt with that one. Uh, they never looked into it. They, they just flat, flat the whole series. I wonder, as we bring in some more ED jokes here, can the Dodgers just not get it up for a big series? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a good way to put it. I really like I like the, uh, you know. And when I say a big series, I mean in in the way that it's going to be blown up by national media, by, you know, sports media. It got big coverage. I don't know what the record is usually uh, or what the record is so far this season on, like, you know, other national broadcast games, the YouTube game, the ESPN games and all that. It just seems like whenever there's a bigger spotlight, they don't play all that well. Yeah. Uh, I have a lot of problems with the Padres-Dodgers series. I got I got a lot of stuff going on in my mind. I don't make a big deal out of it like uh, a lot of the media does. I think that Dodgers fans in general don't really make a big deal out of it. It's just another series at the end of the day. It is the Padres. You do want to beat them always. You want to win all your games. That's the whole point. But yeah. uh, I think MLB is doing something like very specific where they're trying to like get at people and trying to kind of get under people's skin. You look at the tone in uh, social media posts from MLB, yeah. even in just last night's game. Uh, Manny hits the home run, and it's just like this whole celebration tweet, yeah. and then things like that, and then the follow up tweet when the Dodgers tie the game is like, "Well, this is odd." Like, uh, like something like really yeah. flat, and like, "Oh, the game's tied now." They want the they want the Padres to win, and you know what? I understand. I know that they want something exciting. I know they want a young, fast, exciting, flashy team like the Padres, and and it's good for marketing. I think you have mm-hmm. a lot of. I mean, you're seeing it right now in San Diego. A lot of new fans. Yeah. Almost all completely brand new fans to baseball. And that's fine. That's okay. Because the Padres have been very bad for a very long time. So now that they're getting guys that they can cheer for, they can be happy about, excited about, it's good for I mean, them. We've been saying this for the last uh, season, season and a half, that the Padres being good is is good for baseball. It's honestly good for the Dodgers because to learn this type of shit now is much better than having to experience in, in October and then have to rebuild your roster in some way to try to beat one team or whatever it may be. So you do this now, you you get embarrassed uh, in San Diego in June, and you try to you know build and win when it matters most. Right. Uh, these games, these these type of games are absolutely annoying. Uh, it is what it is. Like I'm not overly worried. I just think I, I I'm most frustrated with how. How flat the, the 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 team the Dodgers looked. There was never that much fight. They were down early, every single game, and it just um, they didn't lead at any point. Right? They didn't lead at, at any, any point. point. They I think ultimately they were outscored fourteen to seven. Everything was I mean they were serving up bombs left and right. Uh, you know Jake Cronenworth is uh, my old lady calls him. I think uh, it, was, it was the second coming of Paul Goldschmidt right there. Yeah. He's the new Paul Goldschmidt, the guy who just finds a way to beat the Dodgers. And we don't have a Pedro Baez. We do Baez. not have a Pedro Baez anymore. Oh, so, uh, in my opinion, and I tweeted it, I think, 
I think I tweeted it as Dodgers Nation at, at some point uh, last night. But in, in my opinion, one team wanted to win each night, and it was not the Dodgers. They would have accepted a win. They were playing to win. That's what they do. But, uh, yeah, it just didn't feel like they were really going all out. They weren't in super engaged in it. You just saw some flat play, odd play, uh, bad errors and all that. Um, you know, if you're seeing Justin Turner make an odd play uh, uh, or, or miss out on you know, throwing Manny, Manny Machado out at first base because he wanted to look a runner back in the second, and then that right there, like too many opportunities to fuel – the damn Padres, and and those are the type of things. They just all added up to very, very ugly baseball. So, again, my opinion, one team wanted to win was not the Dodgers. Agree or disagree? Yeah, I, man, it's tough. I mean, it's, it's tough to say it just like that. It's it's very uh, – I'm setting you up for failure on that question. Right, yeah, yeah. I, but, I think that in terms of like – so the way I look at it, I've thought about this question a lot over the past night because obviously you have different answers from different players on the mm-hmm. team. It's like some of them are like, hey, it's a different tone. I mean, it's just like a different different atmosphere. You have a team like the Dodgers who just came off of a World Series in 2020. You can't expect them to be 100% fired up 24-7 for every single ball game that they go through. It's, it's not going to be like that because they've been there before. Mm-hmm. They have a bunch of their guys on the roster that have been there before. They were just there. They were, you know, they were just in the biggest series of their life. Padres, not so much. They have a lot of the guys that have not been anywhere special. Uh, Eric Hosmer, one of the few guys that has been somewhere special. Manny Machado lost the World Series with the Dodgers. Um, There's not a ton of guys that have had that experience. So a lot easier to get fired up when you've never been there before. So I understand that. But also when you're a Dodgers fan and you're looking at the Padres, you know, going wild in the dugout for a walk and, you know, bat flipping walks (laughs) and things like that. And then you look at the Dodgers dugout, and it's like, oh, yeah, it was a bases clearing double. And the Dodgers are like, high five, high five, high five. Mm-hmm. I, I can understand why there would be some frustration with that, but I just think it is just a different tone in the clubhouse. And that's not bad. I think that they are just two different teams, and it's just two different styles. And yeah. neither one of them is wrong. I, I almost asked the same question to our uh, our guest today, Buster Only, that we'll get to in a little bit. So you'll hear that again. You'll get Buster's side of it. Uh we hit to hear Bauer's thoughts right now. Trevor Bauer spoke out last night after the game about uh, just the different levels of intensity from both teams. And uh, here's what Daddy Trev had to say. Oh, they're good. I mean, we know they're good. They got a lot of talent in their lineup. They got a lot of talent in their pitching staff. They're a good team. Um, and they absolutely kicked our ass in the intensity, uh, from the intensity standpoint. Like, they came to play and we didn't. So. It's what happens in baseball. Come out and you know try to attack the other team and try to win. Um, and when you don't have that mindset, then you, you get rolled. And um, yeah, we got rolled. So the boys got rolled. Uh, we saw this last year, 2020. I think it was in September, early in the or early in September. I guess technically still sort of because it was only 60 game season. It was early in the season, but Dodgers go in. Kershaw gets beat. They they show out. They go wild, and then the Dodgers say, "Oh, you know, all right, we'll turn it on. Right, we'll force, we'll manufacture the the intensity, and we'll cheer, you know, wildly for the walks and all the other little things that win you ball games, mind you." Uh, this year they didn't. This year they 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 kept with their um, their mentality. They kept the same uh, kind of just game plan. 
and it didn't work because they were chasing early every single game. Again, like it sucks that Julio kind of set the tone for the series, serving up four in the first inning, and then it was just always like that. Yeah. Um, we were at you know the hot dog event yesterday at uh, thanks shout out Papa Cantella for uh, welcoming us over to Golden Road in Los Angeles and we got to test drive the new home version of the Dodger Dog and uh, it's Gary approved he ate many <laughs> it's all of us approved but Gary ate many um, I I was even like I I know in this game Bauer's going to serve up two home runs I was off I said it was going to be Tatis and Machado turned out to be. Uh, Cronenworth Machado, but you just had that feeling right away. It's like, you know, you, you hope Bauer could have been the stop or it wasn't going to happen. And part of it is team was just, they were just flat. They didn't, uh, they didn't want it all that much. I don't know. But um, yeah, that's my thoughts on that. Yeah, I think I agree. I mean, is is a bad way to start the series for sure. I mean, when you give a four to kick things off, it just it just got real rough. It was really good, you know, to see a Padres fan right now in the chat though saying that quit making excuses, Dodgers fan. Every team has injuries, which is very ironic, considering that when we swept your ass out of the playoffs last year, we didn't have our two best pitchers. They're injured. You would have been screwed. Good job, Art. Hey, I'm I'm happy for you, man. I'm happy that you got to take October off last year. You know, you'll get to take it off this year, too, by the way. I look forward to that for you. Good job, Art. Friend of the show, Art. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Uh, Laker for life says no more Beatty in the outfield. Look, Matt Beatty, great dude. He's a hitter. He's not a right fielder. Uh, he's not getting enough you know, playing time around still, so it's hard to get really locked in <laughs> on defense when you're barely playing. And, uh, man... We, we've kind of talked about it on the internet. I don't want to get into it here, but I, I don't know what the hell Matt Beatty did to uh, to Dave Roberts. But there's just there's a weird weird chemistry to that relationship. There's, I don't know what I don't know if he's like seen his nudes or something. Uh, I don't know what what's going <laughs> on there. But uh, we've met Matt Beatty. Matt Beatty is a very nice person. I don't understand how anybody could have a problem with him ever at any point in time. So. That's a weird one. Yeah, we'll leave that for another day. That'll be in the uh, blue heaven after dark. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's when we, uh, what's it called? Uh, we have our, we hate a real office job people podcast. That podcast yeah, 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 yeah. Coming this December when the CBA expires and baseball goes on a strike oh, permanently. Little, uh, little arts going off in the comments here calling us salty or calling the fans <laughs> salty or whatever. Uh, I mean, sorry, we don't celebrate. You know, down the streets for every win. It's just that's just not how we do. Anyways, uh, you got real Clippers energy about you, Art. <laughs> real Clippers energy. Stephen Kaplan saying Beatty would be a starter any other place. I would love to see Matt playing anywhere else where he's appreciated. Um, just because, again, he's a good dude and he deserves uh, he deserves a, a little bit better than what he's getting. All right, let's uh, move on a little bit to our chat with Mister Buster Olney. Of course, he is a. Uh, Friend of the show, he's one of our favorites, and uh, he's a true pros pro. We're going to hear now from Mr. Buster Olney uh, a whole lot about uh, the Dodgers and where baseball is headed 
with uh, the sticky stuff and all that, uh, all that bad with Rob Manfred. For more on your Los Angeles Dodgers, we bring in a legend and a friend of the show. Uh, Buster Olney is a reporter for Sunday Night Baseball, working play-by-play with Matt Vasgersian. And, of course, Alex Rodriguez provide coverage on ESPN's exclusive national game of the week, where our Dodgers are playing the Chicago Cubs at Dodger Stadium this Sunday at 4 p.m. on ESPN. Welcome back to Blue Heaven. Friend of the show, Buster Olney, how are you doing on this fine day? I'm doing, I'm doing great. Uh, it's been a fascinating week with all the foreign substance stuff going on. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. We want to get a little bit of Dodgers out of you first, but yeah, the MLB stuff is, uh, you're, you're absolutely the guy whose brain we want to pick a little bit on it. Uh, you, you got them inside sources and all that, and yeah, I'm sure you have your own thoughts on it, but um, first, right off the bat with the Dodgers, they're coming off a series where they get swept by the Padres. A little bit embarrassing uh, the way that whole series transpired. What uh, What are your thoughts on just where the Dodgers are, um, really, yeah, really in your mind, where the Dodgers are at coming off of the series like that? They're in a brawl. Look, you know, I was among the people at the beginning of the year when I got off to a great start who was talking about how, you know, this, this uh, Dodger team had a chance to be one of the greatest teams, maybe the greatest team of all time, the way they were dominating. But let's face it, I mean, the injuries absolutely took them down. The Giants, I think, are now for real. I was talking with a Dodger official the other day who said every time he looks up, it's in the second inning and the Giants are winning 4 nothing. <laughs> and, yeah. and I think that, you know, early on when they started playing well, everyone was like, yeah, okay, well, that's not going to last. But all these one-year investments, you know, Kevin Gossman, uh, being the the biggest example of that those guys look great mm-hmm. and as Joe Girardi the Phillies manager said whatever you throw out there the Giants have an answer for it and we know that the Padres are good so as we see here today you know the Dodgers are in the toughest divisional in baseball uh, in the National League West and it'll be very interesting to see as guys like Cody Mellinger come back you know what exactly emerges from the team. One of the big things we saw uh, in this series uh, was two very, very different, we'll say, types of baseball or, or levels of intensity from both teams. Uh, last night, Trevor Bauer was, you know, I wouldn't say outspoken, but he shared his thoughts that, you know, San Diego looked like they were more in on the game. They shared, uh, they had a lot more intensity. And, and Dodgers saw that problem too when they played the Padres last year. Uh, is, this, is this something where. In your mind, like, do the Dodgers maybe need to create a little more, manufacture a little more intensity when playing these type of teams where, you know, let's be real, the Padres are very good, they're very young, they're flashy, and the Dodgers are ho-hum, we've been there before. I think the Padres have absolutely demonstrated to the rest of baseball how even in this big, you know, launch angle, home run, three-true outcome uh, time uh, in the sport, that you can look for ways to get an extra 90 feet. There's no question. You know, no no team runs the bases like the, the Padres do. You know, to me, if uh, you're a fan of college basketball, it's like when you play the University of, of Virginia, how their defense is just at a different level than any other team. And, and they put different stresses on teams that are not accustomed to that type of intensity. Skip Schumacher is, is kind of like the, the offensive coordinator for that team in terms of running the bases and looking for opportunities. Uh, does a phenomenal job. The players have all bought in. And if I were the Giants, if I were the Dodgers, if I were any team, and I'm watching the Padres, because it's not like you know every guy on the Padres is fast, but every guy from Manny Machado on down has bought into the idea that you're looking for opportunities to take another 90 feet. 
Yeah, that's something that we haven't quite seen in LA quite yet. Um, obviously, the running game's a little bit different here, but I, th- I think there's a, I would say, are you, there's maybe a little bit broader of a problem. You're looking kind of down the road at, um, towards the end of the season, obviously, but uh, the Dodgers are kind of backing themselves into a weird corner uh, pitching-wise. Obviously, you lose Dustin May, that changes things up, but also you add in the fact that Julio's, you know, getting near his career high in innings yeah. pitched, even between minor leagues and major leagues. Um, do you think the Dodgers are now in an odd position where they might need to go out and get maybe another starter? Because at this point, you know, Josiah Gray, who knows how far off he is. He hasn't even picked up a ball as of now, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's no question about it. Um, and, and look, if you look at Andrew Freeman's history, you know, he was the guy who went and traded for you, Darvish. He was the guy who went and, tra- and, went and traded for Manny Machado. Uh, you know, he g- gave up what it was going to take to get Mookie Betts. And that history suggests that they'll, you know, they'll do that again. I, I think, uh, a really interesting question is going to be, okay, how many how many good starting pitchers will actually be out there and available? You know, it's nice to say the Dodgers need a starter, but are there actually going to be impact guys out on the market? Two weeks ago, for example, we were all thinking, yeah, the, the Nationals at some point will become sellers and Max Scherzer will be available. Well, guess what? The Nationals have a say in that. Right. <laughs> they played better of late, and, you know, maybe Max isn't going to be traded. And, and is a guy like Kyle Gibson – of the the Texas Rangers, is he your answer? You know, one thing, and and I I don't think anybody's ever going to know the answer to this, uh, but I think the Dodgers, like all teams now, are also in this post, uh, you know, foreign substance crackdown, are doing a broader reassessment of their pitching staff. In other words, they probably have information now on, okay, you know, who was benefiting beforehand, and, and what are those guys now? And that's not an indictment. It's not a character judgment. I think it's just a fact mm-hmm. in, in this post-crackdown uh, world where all teams are looking at their staff and say, okay, what do we have really? Um, and I'm sure that the Dodgers are probably doing some of that as well before they make their decisions about what to go and get. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a big impact on the game, and that's something we want to get into a little bit. But before we get into that rule change, there is something that popped up over the weekend. Uh, Dave Roberts, uh, uncharacteristically, I don't know, I guess it's kind of in character, but also said, you know, hey, I I wouldn't mind doing away with the shift. And I think you can say that when you have Manny Machado playing Rover and robbing base hits. It's a little easier to view it that way. But where do you think we are uh, with the shifts in Major League Baseball right now? Well, first off, um, you know, that, that a change in the shift is not going to come until you get collaboration and productive uh, work between uh, Major League Baseball and the Players Association, and they've got a lot of other stuff on their minds. They've got the CBA that's up in December. But I absolutely believe, um, something I would, never would have guessed five years ago, that there is going to be some sort of a regulation on shifts. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the, the phrase that's been repeated to me over and over again is spikes in the dirt. Uh, they, they, you know, infielders, they want their spikes in the dirt. And they, they you know, obviously talking about putting uh, infielders assigned to one side or the other. You know, either they're going to be on the right side of the infield or left side of the infield. Uh, I, I think, you know, Theo Epstein, uh, who was the former head of baseball ops for the Chicago Cubs, now works for the commissioner's office. They're trying to find ways to get more action into the game. Mm-hmm. And people have complained about this generation of hitters who are trying to, you know, lift the ball with launch angles. That's not going to happen until they feel like they're going to be rewarded for hitting the ball on the ground. And that's not going to happen until they get rid of shifts, which is why I do think that when we play baseball in 22, there's going to be some regulations regarding the shifts. All right, let's get into the the big one, the hot topic. We're, what, three, four days now into uh, the post-sticky era. 
Rob Manfred says it's going very well so far. What's the real pulse around the league, uh, and what are your <laughs> thoughts on how this uh, this has gone, this transpired so far? Yeah, and let's face it, when Rob is saying that, it's almost like he uh, he's in the character in Animal House. All is well! All is well! Because <laughs> every night we're getting scenes of, you know, Max Scherzer, uh, you know, screaming at Joe Girardi or uh, Sergio Romo ripping down his pants disgustedly uh, because he's been asked to, to, you know, get checked. I would say this, that, they, yes, uh, you know, knuckleheads like me are going to focus on those uh, – you know, those volatile situations, most of them are not like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys have seen from Jacob deGrom, you know, the first guy who was checked coming out with a sort of a bemused smile, okay, what do you want to see, to Shohei Otani being that way. Um, I, I think that most people that I speak with in sports say that generally it's going smoother than possible. I do think that potentially you could have a couple of adjustments with it. One, uh, if at any point Major League Baseball feels like that the managers are challenging opposing pitchers for foreign substances, uh, uh, you know, for gamesmanship, I think they probably will put in some kind of a rule restricting that. Mm. And the other thing, too, is, and I had some baseball people last couple days uh, pointing to the Romo situation uh, where he ripped his pants down. (laughs) We're saying, you know what, can we please use some common sense in this? If a pitcher has a bad outing, how about not checking him? Because <laughs> yeah. if he was using foreign substance, uh, trying to get a competitive advantage, it wasn't working. Right. So when we have those, uh, you know, those outings where the, you know, a pitcher gives up four runs an inning, and you plan on checking him, maybe you could just let him go. Yeah, I think there was the Phillies game where he gave up a grand slam, and then on his way out got checked. And I can't imagine that's going to go over long term very well every single time. So that's a little dangerous one. <laughs> it definitely doesn't look uh, overly pretty. All right, you already you already kind of mentioned it there. We got the Manfred side of things. We got uh, he he has a very different view in his mind of of uh, reality. We will say uh, I'm not going to get too much yeah. into it. We already see the the relationship very strained between baseball, the league, the players' association, the players, everybody that's in charge uh, of of each respective side. And we're coming up on this CBA that expires in what December. I heard. Uh, I think it was it was um, Rich Eisen who said we got a, a nuclear winter coming ahead of us. What kind of fears do you have about baseball starting on time in 2022? I think they're they're real. I know at the owners' meetings a couple of weeks ago, the conversation among the owners was not whether or not there's going to be a lockout. It was when there's a lockout. What's the strategy after the, there's a lockout? Um, now, that might just be part of the saber-rattling that goes on. Uh, you, you do wonder, you know, that if, in fact, as we get closer to that de- de- December 1st deadline, if suddenly the Players Association will capitulate on a lot of fronts, as it did back in 2016, and make a deal. But i got to tell you guys, the relationship between the two sides is by far the worst that I've ever seen. And I covered a strike in 94 95 um, and what makes it so bad is that these two sides don't even talk. Which mm-hmm. uh, you know, they there's there's some conversation. Sometimes it's through the umpires, but there's not a collaboration. This week, for example, uh, you know, with all the foreign substance stuff, you heard from Garrett Cole, you heard from Max Scherzer, uh, Trevor Bauer has said this, where they basically say, yeah, the MLB is, is in so many words forced this upon us, and this stinks. And I find it to be disingenuous to a large degree because it's like. Guys, 
if you want to talk to Major League Baseball, you have the opportunity. Just talk to your union. But they've made the choice to essentially not engage, and I don't understand why. I don't think it's working for them. Uh, I think baseball has uh, – MLB has – gotten more stubborn and uh you know the relationship is deteriorating on both sides it absolutely stinks the one thing the players big picture need to remember which side has the bigger pile of money if you think of it like mm-hmm. a poker game mm-hmm. well it's the owners and i would not want to go into a neighborhood poker game where one guy's got a million dollars at the table and the other side's got a thousand because that's <laughs> kind of what the dynamic is between the two and we have a good idea which side would win that I got a pretty good idea, but I mean, Buster will tell you if there is a uh, you know lockout or anything like that. We are available as replacement players. Uh, no, I will not. I will not be a scab. All right, it's against my uh, it's against my inner core right there. All right, Buster. Uh, Dodgers Cubs this weekend. You're there. Are you at the stadium this weekend? Finally. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been traveling all season long. Uh, you know, Matt Viscursion and Alex Rodriguez have been back in studio. Uh, they actually are going to be out. Uh, and traveling for the first time next nice. weekend when we get the Mets and the Yankees. But this weekend, it's the last time I'm going solo into a ballpark, um, you know, and it should be – I'm excited about this. And I know it's it's headline-breaking news up here where I live in the Northeast because the Red Sox and the Yankees play on Sunday. Uh-huh. We didn't pick their game. We picked Cubs and Mets, uh, Cubs and Dodgers, and that was a shock for a lot of people. Hey, hey, uh, us on the West Coast, we appreciate that. Uh, anybody, any opportunity to uh, – kill that that uh, east coast bias that we've heard about for all these years uh, it, it's always a good thing you got uh, urias going against alec mills uh interesting matchup urias is, is kind of uh, on the down right now and and alec mills hasn't had the uh the greatest um greatest 2021 what what uh, what are in your notes what are your uh game notes for for sunday what's the preview of what uh, we can hear on air well, I think, that, you know, coming off that last start, uh, the question about Arias is going to be his command. And because it certainly looked like that the last start, he was uncomfortable. He was spraying the ball all over the place. Uh, you know, what sort of adjustments is he going to make? And I, you know, I, and, I, and again, I, I don't say this as a character judgment. I just say as an observation, I think about 90, 95% of pitchers were using some kind of foreign substance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to be really curious to see. Um, you know, what adjustment he makes. And I suspect he's not the only one now who's trying to find a feel for the ball. But that last start, it wasn't very good. I'm also really curious about how quickly does Cody Bellinger um, get get up to speed. You know, you guys remember last year where he struggled for a, a long period of time, pretty much the, the entire regular season, and then he was good and got better during the postseason. Uh, I, you know, after all the work he did on his swing during the offseason, I'm wondering how, how quickly he goes and finds it this year. We hope sooner rather than later. Uh would be a good matchup tonight to get it done. Buster, before we let you go, we want to know, tell us everything that's going on in the latest rumblings with baseball tonight, the Baseball Tonight podcast. I know lately you get a lot of really big names on there, and people are going to want to hear about them. Well, Alex Rodriguez actually did an interview for the first time. We've been teammates on, base- <laughs> on uh, Sunday Night Baseball for three years, and, you know, I always kidded him, hey, come on. But this, this week he sat down with me, uh, you know, via Zoom, and uh, the thing about Alex is so, you know, he's been involved in so much baseball history and mm-hmm. so many big moments, and he's got an anecdotal memory. And so I was able to, you know, draw on that and ask him, okay, when you had that fight with Jason Veritek, you know, what <laughs> happened then? And to find out that he and Jason Veritek haven't spoken since that fight, 
That was a surprise. You guys remember he was almost traded to the Red Sox Mm -hmm. in the winter of 2003, and he tells a story about when that deal fell apart. He was so upset that he went out. He doesn't drink, uh, but he went out that night, got absolutely plowed, and was throwing up in the streets of New York. (laughs) You know, he, he, he has... The greatest stories, and so it was really fun to to draw some of that out of them, and that's out right now. Awesome. Uh, it, that's definitely something for everybody to be checking out. I think that dropped today. We're, we're recording as of Thursday, so it's available everywhere. Podcasts are sold for free. Uh, you can find that there. You can also find Buster on uh, the Twitter, at Buster underscore ESPN. Buster, we appreciate the time. We appreciate the insight. Uh, you're a true pro's pro, and it's always fun talking to you. Likewise, guys. I love your passion. So the biggest takeaway from that is Alex Rodriguez got plowed. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. We didn't phrasing him. Look, look, we uh, we are professionals here. All right. When we have somebody of the ilk of Buster only on. We don't we don't we don't phrasing him then. But we do you, now. You remember in a uh, in high school. You know, when your friend, your stupid idiot friend would say something behind you and during class and oh, you'd yeah. be holding it in as hard as you could and you're, like, shaking, like, trying not to laugh. That was yeah. that point for me. I was just like, <sighs> I'm glad you did the rest of the talking. I appreciated that. But we do thank, again, Mr. Buster Only for taking the time with us this afternoon. Make sure you watch ESPN this Sunday. If you want to watch your Dodgers, they are the... Uh, they're the only purveyor of Dodger baseball on Sunday. And I also messed up. It's not... Arias uh, Mills on Sunday. It is Kershaw against some dude whose name I've never heard of, like uh, Albert. 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 Yeah, yeah. That's a, I guess it's a name. Yeah, I did the pitching preview, so I, I was supposed to know that. I probably should have caught that when we were talking about it. <laughs> That's on me, guys. That's my fault. Uh, Buster's a pro's pro, though, because he he didn't even have to have that pitching matchup ready, and he somehow had something on hand ready to go. Somewhere down the road, though, we'll talk more about that, uh, about the... CBA relationship. CBA, the relationship. That's because he got some, there's some good stuff in there. Some meaty, uh, some juicy meat in there, one would say. But uh, basically, you should be very worried about baseball in 2022, as we have been saying for the past years. I saw, I saw at least one, maybe two comments saying they would want to see us play ball. They want us to be scabs next year. Like, I don't know. Would you rather watch KBO? Or us. Oh, remember that one time we were all like real excited about that? I watched one KBO game. Go Dinos. I think. I don't remember who I wrote it for. Boss is here. Military parents never miss a beat. And neither does the Johns Hopkins U.S. Family Health Plan. Built for every warrior in your family. With more than 40 years of service to military families. TRICARE Prime Benefits plus exclusive extras. Learn more at warriorsathome.com. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Down the DN pipeline, we got some things coming up over here at the Dodgers Nation. Um... Probably probably should have had the hot dog stuff ready already. But, again, Papa Cantella's hot dogs are now available in stores. And we were at a cool event hosted by them yesterday, and we tried hot dogs, and we got some swag, and we got some cool stuff. So that's cool. Uh, the big one for us next Monday, our friend Tim Neverett will be in the office. 
the first time we're having somebody in the office. Sort of. We had somebody else, and we're going to post that uh, that interview uh, probably next week. But Tim is going to be in the office with us uh, Monday, and he. We, I think we're going live at 6 p.m. that day. So uh, we're going to be talking about his new book, COVID Curveball. Uh, there's a, an inside view of the 2020 Los Angeles Dodgers World Championship season. Obviously, it's an oddball, <laughs> oddball championship, but uh, you know the Padres didn't win that one, so that's the important thing. I don't think they've ever won any championships, if I'm not mistaken. No, I don't think so. Even, yeah. even the easy sixty game one, which apparently anybody, yeah, I heard that's won. a clown anybody could have won it, but anybody didn't. <laughs> but Tim will be here, so if you guys could join us uh, at six on Monday, it'd be great. Uh, have any comments, questions? Preferred definitely the questions. Uh, help us out with that interview. Help uh, make it fun for Tim as we talk about his book, talk about the Dodgers and what's going on now. Uh, we'll also be uh, announcing how. One lucky fan can win this uh, this really cool glove that we put together with our friends over at Soto Pro Gloves. Uh, it's it's pretty ridiculous. Let's see. I, I so I got it here. I, I try to set up the Gary Cam. Let's see if I can make Gary Cam work. Oh, look at that! Look at that! Oh, we got weird weird down angles here. So our Dodgers Nation logo is on there. There's two of these gloves made. Uh, this this is the one we're going to be giving away. That's signed by the glove maker, Marco Soto, and our favorite uh, Dodger Stadium ball girl, Allie Lacey. She actually put this glove together, and we have it all on camera, all filmed. And that video is going to be coming out next week, along with how you could possibly win the glove. So keep an eye out on our social medias and on our YouTube for that one. Uh, Subscribe to all those. Subscribe to uh, Soto Pro Gloves on IG. That's at Soto underscore pro underscore gloves. They're really cool people, local glove makers, and we like uh, supporting local folks uh, in the hood, as it were. So, um, you know, I guess that is pretty hood where we went. Signal Hill. Signal Hill. We had a good time. It was hot. Love Signal Hill. It was hot as balls. <laughs> it was hot in there. And uh, what else do we have? Is there is there anything else? I mean, we're things are opening up again, so we're kind of running crazy. Yeah, I forgot that when the world's open, you have to do your job. Uh, kind of forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Like we have stuff that we actually have to do now instead of like uh, FaceTiming in my underwear. <laughs> yeah, real pro move, by the way. Oh, uh, how I mean, how many times though? Like most of them, most of the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, uh, it was always like a hey, Dave. You know, bullets are you know business in the front, party in the back. My body was business at the top, uh, sadness at the bottom, <laughs> <laughs> deep deep pit of depression at the bottom. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, it's time for Throwback Thursday with our friends at Vintage Brand. Uh, our friends at Vintage Brand have over 10,000 unique logos of your favorite professional sports teams and colleges and a gift for every sports fan. Dodger shirts, sweaters, drinkware. Of course, we always talk about the can insulators we have. We've had the koozies for years here. We love them. You can relive your Dodger championship teams of years past, of which the Dodgers have multiple championships, unlike other teams in the National League West. Uh, some other teams. We are uh, we're we're ha- always happy to hang out with our friends over at uh, Vintage Brand. Uh, if you want something from them, you can go ahead and sign up for their email, and uh, you save forty percent. So go to vintagebrand.com/slash/site/slash/subscribe, I believe it is, and um, yeah, you can save forty percent on something cool like a canvas, like a, a koozie, whatever it may be. But today for Throwback Thursday, I wanted to talk about. 
Jock Peterson. So your boy, young Jock, is back home in Los Angeles. That's a world champion, man. Uh, and no Padre can can say that ever. <laughs> I love the, the narrative of this show. Jock is home. Uh, they are giving out his ring. They're giving him his ring on the field. Kirsch, JT, and Belly are all presenting him his ring before the game on the field. So that's pretty badass. Um, Jock has meant a lot to this this club over the years. So we want to go through all of our favorite Jock Peterson moments. Uh, this was also asked on our uh, Dodgers Nation Twitter. But um, you guys go ahead and start dropping them in the comments. We're going to talk about them here. Uh, do you have a favorite standout Jock Peterson moment? I think his home run in the playoffs off Scherzer, that was a pretty big deal. I mean, that, that was, was like a, that, that was, was one of those, clutch. the moment where he like almost falls around first base. Mm-hmm. His helmet falls like down over his eyes. You can tell he's just like so much emotion that he's like, what the hell do I do right now? And that was a game that really felt like we were going to lose. Like Scherzer was shutting us down. He was mm-hmm. striking everybody out. The offense showed no life. All of a sudden, Jock comes up and Big Daddy's won. It's a good moment. I mean, it just like, to me, that was like the, uh, that came to like represent everything that Jock came to be for us. He was never like the guy during the season that's going to have like an MVP type of season. He's never the guy that's going to you know garner all of the All Star votes or anything like that. But he came up in really big spots and came through mm-hmm. often, like time and time again. The dude would just come through. He, I mean, the clutch gene is not something that you can really measure. There is there are measurements yep. for it technically, but man, Jock, he was just always that guy for us, and I uh, I'll miss that about him for sure. Yeah, it's good to have him around. It's good. To, it's going to be good to have him home. You you wish him some, uh, some success and health, but you also don't wish the Cubs any wins. My, uh, I'm pretty sure my favorite jock moment. I, I did think about going that route, but then I was like, the sour taste of that was the losing series. It was a losing series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wasn't that was game no, five losing season? Too. We won that se- the series. We won that. We won game five in the division series. Oh, yeah. that was that one. I thought that homer was. The Joe Kelly game. I thought that was no, in 19. No, 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 no. Okay. That was at home. Yeah, right. that was garbage. All right. All right, that's good. That's the important thing. I mean, the three home run game in the postseason. I mean, you really go to jock every game. is probably going to be in the postseason. Uh, man, I mean, he hit some some majorly important dongs in uh, in this past postseason run. The one that won us a World Series, but not the Padres a World Series. Important to note that one. <laughs> Just keep running with it. You know what? That was my favorite jock moment, and I'm gonna stick with it because it was it was just like uh, the boys needed that game, and uh, you know he came out and and shoved, and did what he was supposed to do, got the boys off on the right track. You gotta love some Jock Peterson uh, again. Three home run game, it's pretty solid. I mean, sorry, sorry, not three home run games. I'm 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 thinking of the three home run World Series where he should have been, likely would have been the World Series MVP. Huh? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he said Dong, and Dong came a knocking. Dong hey. Kim, thanks for checking in. Hey, we appreciate you, Dong Kim. Uh, let's see, let's find some some folks in here. Uh, everybody's good really luck, just good luck finding a comment in this shit show of a section. <laughs> uh, yeah, every everybody is is man. <laughs> Roach Roach says my favorite Jock moment was when Brooke asked him about toilet paper. Yes, we did have Jock Peterson on one time on the show, and it was very 
Very entertaining. You can go to Dodger Nation. You should go our YouTube channel. Is that YouTube.com slash Dodger Nation TV. Yeah. And uh, you can find our interview with Jack Peterson. Uh, he's a nice boy. And High he, quality. What Didn't I ask him uh, waffles or pancakes? You asked him like uh, pizza or ice cream. I think, I think both of them. This is hard-hitting journalism. Listen, you go to any other website, they're going to ask you the same damn questions. Uh-huh. So we might as well just throw something weird what, in there. Like, hey, do you like, like the toilet paper over the top or underneath? And he was like, uh, uh, what? Mm-hmm. Like that. Those those were definitely uh, huge, important moments. But, I mean, dude showed out, again, for, what, seven, eight years as a Dodger. Um, he's home. He's where he belongs, getting his ring, and then he can go away. But then we're good. That's it. That's all he gets. Uh, Doodle, your friend over on uh, on the Twitter, said his home run in 2017 World Series Game 4 in Houston that sent the Trash Joe's fans packing for the exit. Definitely pretty clutch. I mean, uh, we, our boy Doug put together a really nice uh, montage on our Twitter of it, and I think we might upload it on YouTube. I don't know, but check it out. Anyways, that's enough, Jock. This has been Throwback Thursday with Vintage Brand. Congratulations. Pause. Pause, pause for effect. Pause for effect. All right. Before we wrap it up, before we go home, because it's been a long day, it's been a long week, it's been a long year. I'm done. Dodgers back home for six games. Again, a much-needed uh, homestand, much needed home cooking for these boys. They get to sleep in their own beds. Uh, they get to hang out with their own Navian tankless water heaters, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. They get to see, you know, real Dave S.A. on the field. Um, interesting, uh, interesting little series. I think, you know, I mean, you got two teams that are uh, among the, the best in the league. The Cubs are leading the division, I believe, unless they lost. But, uh, <sighs> Okay matchups, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know half of these Cubs. No, I think it's good. Because, I didn't even uh, know Jake Arrieta was back with I, the Cubs. I did not know Jake Arrieta <laughs> was alive, uh, let alone pitching again. I don't know who an Adbert uh, Asley is. I don't know anything. I don't know anything about the Cubs. Uh, I know Jock's there. <laughs> He's not pitching, I've heard. But uh, you get Bu- 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 Bueller on Thursday. You get Tony Bueller. tomorrow. You get Julio on Saturday. You get Clayton on Sunday. I'll be at that game. You'll be at the Kershaw game? Yeah. That's probably good luck. I No. I really need him to have a good game. I've been to... He's th- making me this, real sad. I've been to two Kershaw starts so far at the stadium this year. Both of them are really uh, kind of ugly losses. I've been to two Bueller starts this year. Wait. Who started that game? I've been to four games this year. I don't remember who started any. I'm pretty sure I've been to two Bueller starts. You can see we were really uh, we were really focused on the second half of the show, Checked guys. in, yeah. We really gave it all with Buster. Uh <laughs> Uh, Any Hoozle, uh, what what are your predictions? Let's go. We we keep predicting things, and we're mostly somehow semi right ish. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna say the Dodgers take three of four in this series. Oh, three of four. You have to say specifics. You can't just be saying this BS about people sweeping and just throw it out there into the universe and let it happen. Listen, listen, listen. I'll do. You whatever. are the reason why we got swept. I'll do whatever the hell I want. You said there's gonna be a sweep. Uh huh. And I was right. Like that. <laughs> there was a sweep. Yeah. And now we Fine. get that. Now we got all our Padres friends. Guys, you should subscribe because we talk a lot of shit about the Padres. And so oh. if you want to clap back, this would be a really good time to do that. Hit the subscribe button. You'll be glad <laughs> you did. Every podcast, really, even when we're not playing the Padres. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. You can hang out with us. Did and, you guys go Mike Clevenger's not a good pitcher? I digress. Oh, I, I hear you're famous on uh, in the Padres sect for that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I lived up to my... Uh, they're so cute, aren't they? Yeah, you know. Some people's kids. Any hoozle. Um, I will do... Man, I I hate it. I'm going to say a split. I hope I see one win. 
Let let me get a Kershaw win on Sunday because I don't know what an Adbert Alzole is, but he doesn't sound like a major league enough pitcher to me. So let's go. <laughs> yeah, the name doesn't quite check out for me. So I'm going to say we win. So how, wait, one more time. How many are we winning? It does, uh, I said two. Dodgers two. will win two. Cool. Baseball games. Two baseball games. We really need it. Freaking Giants won't stop, man. The By the Los way, Giants, Giants, way better team than the Padres. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Infinitely better than the Padres. The Giants are such a good team. And, and they're they... doing it with nobody and no payroll. I mean, I know. Whew, talk about a real contender. And Whoa. they've won championships in their Multiple. Past. multiple. In, in recent years, multiple. Wow. It's impressive. Yeah. Man. Who would have thought? Yeah, well, we know there's two good teams in the National League West. We get it. We, we get it. You know, it's just how it be. That's how it be. Anyways, if you want more of that's how it be, find us on the internet. We're at DodgersNation.com. Uh, subscribe to our podcast. We're on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, uh, Stitcher Radio, Player FM, uh, all the spots your podcasts are available for free. We live there. Do subscribe to our YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash DodgersNationTV. We'll be glad you did. And Padres fans, you'll love it, too. You'll love it so much, guys. Guys, I'm at BrookMe3. If you want to torment me over there on Twitter, uh, don't go on my Instagram. That's where the family goes. Uh, Real FRG over on Twitter and Instagram. We're at Dodger Nation on Twitter, at Official Dodger Nation on Instagram. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for Padres fans for being here. Go F yourself, San Diego. We appreciate you. See you next week. Bye. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top quality personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com/offer/seriousxm. Sometimes your cat can be a mystery, like when they get so attached to certain cardboard boxes. <laughs> but when you use Fresh Step Cat Litter, there's no question that you're making your cat happy. Thanks to amazing odor control, Fresh Step Clumping Cat Litters prevent stinky crumbles and make scooping easy by locking in liquid and odor immediately. That means you can keep your house clean and your bond strong. There's no mystery here. Find Fresh Step Cat Litter at a store near you. Fresh Step is a registered trademark of the Clorox Pet Products Company. Certain trademarks used under license from the Procter & Gamble Company or its Affiliates. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.